Hello, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 181, for patch 5.3, made possible by Open Raid. Our topic for this episode is much to do about something. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. Hey, everybody, this is Rude. I play a goblin warlock. We are your podcast for the casual world of Warcraft player. Coming up here on episode number 181 of HearthCast, we've got a fantastic round of AoE with Ryan coming up. You want to know what lockouts you're tuned to have in one click and learn so much more? We have a special guest who's going to stop by and tell us all that and more. So, uh, hey, how's things on in your world? <laughs> Uh, pretty good. Kill any Sims? No, I've not played Sims. Two two weeks in a row. Oh, see, so you haven't played. So by default, you haven't killed any That's of them true. off. No. So I've been playing other stuff. Like what? Uh, this new game called Dragon's Crown. Yeah, yeah. You showed me your tunes. <laughs> it's a two-player console game. But I guess it's butt. yeah. I guess it's a one or two player. But um. How do you get room? You know why it's only one or two players? Why? Because you can't fit three people with that much skin on the sc- on your no, screen. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, it just came out. My husband decided we needed a game to play together. We sure. haven't played a game together in years. The and last that, one was that, uh, he chose Badonkadonk. <laughs> the last one was Baldur's Gate, <laughs> and he did ask you about it ahead of time. He was like, "I don't know. I don't know what you think about this game." They, they, he said their features are very exaggerated. <laughs> oh, I said okay, so. I went on Google Images and I found some very exaggerated pictures, and some of them were fan art. And then we found the pictures of the gameplay. And yes, the females are, yeah. That's like an understatement I, of the year that their parts are exaggerated. Pretty much. But donk, well, donk. <laughs> the men's muscles are also exaggerated too. Oh, no, that's normal. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's one of those games where you walk side to side. Like there's no real 3D action. Everything is like a scroller, kind of linear. Yeah, okay. I mean you can move a little forward and level backward, but for the most part, it you know it's a left to right game. Sure. And my character, even though she walks and you're looking at her from the profile, somehow her tushy faces the camera the whole time. But don't. Godonk. I don't know how, and it's not covered. It's, if I ever gain access to the source code of this game, I guarantee you, as right there says, Badonkadonk equals 100. Probably. <laughs> you know what? Laura Croft, did you know that that was an accident? Her, yes. her breast size? Yes. It was like an extra zero or something. That was a glitch, <laughs> and people liked it. Like, yeah, keep it. <laughs> So messed up. Again, how do I get in that case study group? <laughs> <laughs> just wondering myself here. That's it. I don't think there's a study group. I think it's just the guy's office like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all right. And that was it. Uh, but, sir, the gameplay isn't finished yet. <laughs> sir, you can't actually finish the game? Don't care. <laughs> So it's nice. We've been spending some quality time playing this game, snickering at it, me being confused because the interface is a little clumsy. 
When you do things like sell your items and equip things, I don't really know what I'm doing. I have to just have him walk me through stuff. Sir, the interface is a little clunky. But dunk a dunk. Going to publish. But yes, check sir. this out, though, right? You get an item. You don't know what its stats are until you pay to appraise it. Okay. So you yeah. could pay money. It could still be something you not use, and then you just wasted money on it. I think it. they have that in Diablo. It could be wrong, but I think they have something like that know. there. What about WoW? What's going on in WoW? WoW's going well. Um, I had On my hunter, I had taken a break from rare hunting for a few days, and then just last night, I was like, ah, let me go kill Aileen one more time. And she dropped the mirror. She dropped the mirror. Yeah, I'm oh, so congratulations. excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you used it, like, legitimate real yet? I did. I used it on a person who was standing outside the auction house, and they slapped me. <laughs> 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 I turned into them, then I was dancing next to them. This is Torin. Did you flirt with them? I did. See? And yeah. then they slapped me. Uh-huh. So There you go. That's the most fun. <laughs> I used to during like our Dasta uh, raids when we're doing well, we're world bosses, uh-huh. particularly when we're waiting for Nalik because that seems to be the one everybody waits for, for the whole raid to form. So everybody starts doing their little funky stuff, and I—that's when I do pet battles. We know, because we're trying to summon you. And like, Freckleface can't be summoned during a battle. It warns everybody. It like totally calls <laughs> you. Up. And it was like and people yelled at me. Yes, they're like, "What pet battling?" But see, my tune was standing there with the group, and we couldn't do anything though because I, I know. But you, it's not like you're ready to pull. But we were like getting everybody ready to do but a no, ready check. Not everyone was there yet. But you were. <laughs> it's rude. I think. I no, think it's, it's not rude. rude. No, if my character is there, yeah. All they had to do is be like, "We're about to pull." It would take me two seconds to get that pet battle, then I'd be ready. I don't know. I think I think there's some etiquette to when you should and should not pet battle. No, there is not any etiquette about that. I no, pet battle is never unallowed. Unallowed? Yes. Oh, they said unallowed. Like an allowed thing to do. I don't know. I think you're making stuff up. Look, no, no one's gonna tell me when I can't pet battle. <laughs> as long as they're not like fighting the boss and even if it was it was an Alec. It took like forty five seconds. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. There's there's something it's not like I'm the tank. It, I'm a huntard. <laughs> no one cares. But there, I don't know. There's there's a stigma about showing up and being ready and facing the direction of the boss and you know having all your buffs and just being idle there facing the right direction like an elevator. You're just there. You're not gonna get an elevator and and start playing Rubik's cubes. You're not. No, you're supposed to get in the elevator and face forward and wait for the the door to open and you know don't speak, don't make eye contact. Elevator etiquette. I think there's the same thing in ready to kill boss etiquette. But we weren't ready. That's my thing. Not everyone was there. It'd be differently if we were all there and then I went to go pet battle. But that's what happened at the end. Well, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I finished and we still weren't pulling. We're trying to summon you. <laughs> We couldn't summon you. It wasn't just me we were waiting on. I was listening in vent, trust me. <laughs> I would have left in the middle of the battle if it came down to waiting on me. Oh, okay. As long as you're waiting on one other person, yeah, I'm going to pet battle. <laughs> but you're supposed to face the boss. And throw out a buff. and I don't need any buffs. No, for the group. I don't give any buffs. Food. I didn't need any food. For the group. 
You're such a taker. <laughs> You're taking this too seriously. Uh, okay, maybe I am. Maybe I don't I am. know. I'm sorry. Maybe I am. All right, so Ailey dropped a sky mirror. And you know what I think we should do? We should sky mirror each other because I wonder if the copy, the copy, it Is would be like even more transparent. Right? Because it, it does like a transparent image of the target, right? Uh, so you put the sky mirror on me and you become like a transparent version of Freckleface. If I did it to you after that, would I become even more transparent? The transparent, you? transparent version of the transparent. Right? <laughs> we have to try it. My head hurts now. Okay, I'm sorry. Have to try it though. Next yeah. time we're standing next to each other. So I've been loving my mage as well. No melee. Oh, no melee. Yes, she's fifty. 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 Getting up there. Getting up there. I was so confused the other day because you didn't say anything. I was like, "Hey, good morning," and you're like, "47." I'm like, "Oh, I can play this game. 48. I win." I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Except the day before, that's how you had greeted me in the morning. Well, that doesn't matter. It made perfect sense to me. I mean, I <laughs> okay. knew what I was talking about. I didn't know what day before, you were talking wake about. Wake up, Tesla, just 62. Grats. <laughs> Do the same thing next morning, 46. You're like, okay. <laughs> I'm old, Frank. <laughs> can't do that. See, I know I've learned to speak in complete sentences with you I, I over text that. message. Yes, because or else you don't understand. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't allow people in my department to speak with pronouns. Ever? No, I don't. It's forbidden. So someone can't just come up to you and be like, "Oh, he said, she said." Okay, I'll give you an example. Okay, I fixed that for him. What did you do? <laughs> Fixed what for who? <laughs> you know, I need to know details of this. Right. You know. So that I thing hasn't you. worked right since we updated it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll get right on it. <laughs> See? I see. So, no, pronouns are, are prohibited. <laughs> All right. So no more cryptic messages to you in the morning. No, I'll just respond cryptically back. Oh, yeah. Or try to, or actually what I normally do with you is just fill in my own pronouns, and then I get in trouble, so. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. Oh, man. Oh, man, and then I've been trying to read the Vulgen book. Yeah. It's going slowly. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. There's not much action in that book. No. It's a lot of introspection, like almost too much introspection. What kind of action do you need? Something. Something? Like how how much can you really talk about how Vulgen isn't himself? Uh, apparently a lot. Apparently a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I picked it up out of order. You know, we have all these books here. We have the, yeah. the Hearthcast Library, and I yes. was going to go through an order. On the shelf. I have my list. I have it printed out. Not printed out. I have it in a, a Google Doc. Sure. That I stole from the the Wow Insider website, and then I and did a great job of that list. Yes, she did. Yeah. And then I, you know, took out the ones who duplicated, and then I marked the ones I'd read already, and I had this list going. And then I said to myself, you know, this Vulcan book that's got to be five point four relevant. I better read this before before five point four comes out. So you broke your own pattern. I broke my own pattern, and then I went on Goodreads and I read a Sayamaro's review of it, and he didn't give anything away. He just said. Most of it occurs between 5.1 and 5.2. No, so it's not so, even 5.4. No. I thought I was going to get ahead of the curve. You know, like if I had read the 
the Tides of War before Pandaria came out or something. Sure, and then you know what's going on. Yeah. You feel like you're part of it. Yes. Yes. No? Not happening? Um, It's stuff I've already done, you know? Uh, it's the yeah. scenario with the tunnel when uh, Vol'jin gets attacked. And oh, he, yeah. And he says, yeah. like, let them think I'll be dead, man. And what do you like, say? Okay. What? Um, let them think I'm dead. No, you said it before. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not falling for that. <laughs> Come on. Uh... So maybe it's like in the realization of that and then all the books that kind of made me go, oh, now I don't have as much drive to finish it. Um, but it's just, okay. I might change my mind before I finish it, but right now it's just not as interesting as the other books. So your primary motivation and drive to read this book was to be ahead of the content in the game. So when yes. you were doing scenarios or quest lines or anything else, it would be relevant and you would know what to expect. Yes. Ergo spoiling that- it for yourself. Kind of, but then when you're experiencing the game, like when you go through that Theramore scenario, after you've read Tides of War, I mean, how much better is it? It was fantastic. Exactly. Because, yeah, we had this conversation about having read the book, that scenario made perfect sense. Right. Not having read the book, you didn't know what you were really doing. Right, and that's what I was thinking this book would do for me. Like, okay, when the new stuff comes out, I will know exactly what's going on, and I'll know more about it than everyone else does, and I don't think that'll be the case, but... Do you want to be the subject expert? Subject matter expert. Yeah. The SME, as it were. The SME. That's what they call them. Really? Yeah. You mean like um, Captain Hook's guy? No, only one E. Subject matter expert. S-M-E. That's the thing? Me. Yeah, it really is. Why not SME? Because that smounds... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Smounds. It smounds. <laughs> it smacks of smounds. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. Just, it's me. Okay. Fair enough. I think actually where that stemmed from was they would be in the room and it was like, um, Excuse me, who is the subject matter expert? And they got in the back and be like, It's me. It's me. I get it. When has anyone ever asked that question? It comes up a lot, actually. It does? Yeah. Because you want to know, you get into a room, you got questions to ask. You want to know, you just don't want to blurt it out and hope that somebody in the room answers. Because uh-huh. if you, okay, here's the thing. Like, let's say you're the subject matter expert on Vulgin, right? Okay. Then we go to our WoW meetup and I have a Vulgin question, right? Okay. And I want a Vulgin answer to my Vulgin question. Uh-huh. If I just blurt out my Vulgin question at the meetup and you're like, man, I really don't know the answer. You just remain quiet and I don't get an answer and I don't have anybody like to lean on to get that answer. But if I know you are the Vulgin Smee, I can be like, Freck, now I've addressed you, right? I have a Vulgin question for you. Oh, you are now I'm special. Not a, well, I was going to say you're more like spotlighted, and you know, now you have to answer the question. Even if your answer is, I don't know, it's still an answer. Uh, so, okay. Because if you don't address that question to a specific person, that question could remain unanswered. And I don't know is an answer to a question. It may not be the answer you want. It's sure. still an answer. So that's why SMEs are important. All right. Do you know why fire engines are red? Why? Books are read too. Two and two is four. Four times three is twelve. There are twelve inches in a ruler. Queen Elizabeth was a ruler. Queen Elizabeth was also a ship. The ships sail the seas. Seas have fish. The fish have fins. The fins fought the Russians. Fire engines are always Russian, so that's why fire engines are red. 
Wow. I think there's actually a couple more things in there, but I don't Yeah, I think it's good to fear. Maybe one. Yeah. Two. Something. Yeah. That is why I can't have a conversation with you normal because what? I got all that, that other mean? junk in my head. See? How's that my fault? No, it's not. I'm saying that's why I can't have a normal conversation with you. And that's why I require why with me specifically. With anybody. Okay. That's why I require pronouns. Or no pronouns rather. Oh. Because your mind is back in like third grade. Nursery rhyme. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Third grade. Yeah. <laughs> With a horse walker. Huh? You mentioned uh, the horse walker, third what? grade. Last Your last story. The play you're in. Oh, yeah. Dark at the top of the stairs. Well, that. I never called her the horse walker. I just remember it was like walking she walked a horse. like a horse. Yeah, yeah, but I never referred to her as the horse walker. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, you. Wow, me. Weak. Week, <laughs> all good. Um, uh, Harold, my shadow priest, is now seventy. Awesome! Congrats. Thank you. Y'all in Outland now. I left Outland a while ago. You left Outland a while ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Northrend. S- yes. <laughs> the best part about Outland is that I'm not there. Right. <laughs> um, you know what's kind of crazy though. While I was in Outland, a fell reaver snuck up on me and did that oh. that noise, you know that, and it scared me still. That noise. Did he stomp you? No, no, no. I, oh, I, I, no. Anyway. He made the noise ahead of time because that's why they put that noise in because he was yeah. killing everybody and he had to put the noise in. Yeah. He made that 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 noise and it just struck fear. <laughs> it's crazy. They need more of those things like in all the continents, just like giant things wandering wandering around. You know, and that's kind of what I thought world bosses were going to be. Yeah. Like a little more, don't just stand here and let us gang, gang up right. on you. I thought it was going to be like, I'm coming to. Terrorizing. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they said Deathwing would do. Yeah. And instead everyone's like, wait, I got killed by Deathwing. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't do that. Because it, it, it was like the whole, remember we did the whole episode on the um, on the, the cause and effects and the, you know, how we as players take some things that, that they would, maybe they wanted Deathwing to strike fear. They wanted Deathwing to be a nuisance so that when it's time to kill him, you'd be ready to kill him. But it turned into, where is he? I want to go get killed by him so I yeah, get this achievement. It ha- yeah, it happened so rarely. Yeah. That if you got killed by him, it's like, yeah, I got the achievement. Yeah. Um, But, you know, my week has pretty much been uh, my Shadow Priest. Awesome. Really, really enjoying him. Um, I talked to some other people, and it seems like what I've been told, I don't know this for sure, but it kind of plays into why I'm enjoying him so much. It appears that um, the way a Shadow Priest works now is how an Affliction Warlock used to work. Oh. So if that's the case, I really enjoyed my Affliction Warlock, and I'm really enjoying my Shadow Priest. So if that is the case, that makes perfect sense to me. Although, um, I was running some instances. It really made me mad. Um, you know that one instance in Northern where the dude dies at the end and then gets resurrected and you got to kill him again? Yes. That's all I kept getting four times in a row. Same Is that Uckard Pinnacle or Uckard so. Keep? One of those. One of those two. That's all I got. Like four times in a row. I'm like, oh. I'm tired of this. And one of them, our healer left. And so... I'm like, hmm. And the guys kept going. I was like, well, I, I guess I'm healing. And so I was healing. Okay. As best I could. Uh huh. You know, nobody died on my watch, but then we got to like one of the, you know, minor bosses, and everyone's like, oh, I guess we'll wait for a real healer, which really made me feel bad. 
Well, you weren't specced for it. No, I wasn't. I mean, you gotta have the spec, you gotta have the glyphs, you gotta have the talent. I mean, yeah, they didn't die. Yeah, they didn't die. I, you know, I kind of think I could have kept them alive though in that one because I could have bubbled them both or all of them. Right. Could have kept them alive in that for that group. It was just, it was alright. It wasn't like a major boss. It was just one of the little sub bosses. So you see what I was talking about about the older instances, how it's super noxious, how they're all tuned for a tank healer and three DPS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. But we waited for a healer. He showed up and we went, did our thing. It was cool. Yeah. Well, you're at a weird level where there's only so many instances available to you. Yeah. yeah. There was like two that I could benefit from at the time, and yeah. I kept getting the same one over and over again. Now, the other night I did run LFR with Root, and I don't understand the mentality of people who join an LFR raid and then literally leave. Like, physically move away from the computer. To go FK? Yes. Because the thing didn't get away with it? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, there was one, we're, we're ready to kick this person, and they showed back up like, oh, sorry, you know, I was I was preheating the oven. What? That takes two seconds. But they were gone for, like, an entire fight. We're like, no, you're, you're gone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And we kicked them out. And then there was, like, somebody else who was, like, ah, somebody else was on follow. And I just, I don't understand that mentality of let me join a raid, let me spend my time in a queue, Mm -hmm. join a raid, and then purposely try to not do something. I don't understand that. I think some people just have stuff come up. Well, if that's the case, you announce to the group, hey, I've got to go take care of this real quick. Please don't kick me. What if it's baby aggro? BRB. Is very easy to type. True. You know, something instead of like, oh, sorry, I had to go preheat the oven and get dinner ready. Look, if you know you have to preheat the oven and get dinner ready, don't queue up <laughs> for a raid until that's done. So I don't know. Maybe it's old man root getting out again. I don't know. Eh, if you want to do that, that's their problem. Get off my lawn. I mean, it's DPS, they're just going to be replaced in like two seconds. Yeah. So. So. That's my week. Awesome. You're listening to HearthCast. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Just an idea. Blizzard should really reward loyalty. Brought to you by Open Raid. Open Raid allows players to form both cross-realm and local raid teams for scheduled runs, pickup runs, for current and old content. Check out OpenRaid.us or OpenRaid.eu. So we have another press release, another subscriber loss count, another round of horror stories about how the game is dying, another barrage of meetings to figure out how to get people to resubscribe to the game. And you know, while spending money on ideas to get people back is needed, a better idea might be spending money to not only keep the existing subscriber base, but actually maybe expand it. The problem is, to players, it can appear to be more rewarding to allow your subscription to lapse than to continue to keep on playing. For example, if you unsubscribe, you get a free week when you come back. So you get a little bored, it's in between patches. So you think, oh, I'll unsubscribe for the summer, wait for my free week. 
you know, maybe log in, see if I want to come back, and then maybe rejoin in September. Secondly, if someone refers you, you get an XP bonus, you get a free upgrade to 80 and character transfer, you get all this cool stuff for coming back to the game. Whereas people who had stayed loyal, quote unquote, you know, had been with the game all this time without ever unsubscribing, they don't get anything like that. And then lastly, just the way that they're designing the game, they're making it a lot easier to catch up. They will make the content difficult at the beginning, and then they also design it so that people who come in a little late to go through the same content, to get the same rewards, it's a lot easier to go at it later. Which we think is a good thing, and like we had talked a few episodes back about how there's advantages to keeping up with the game, but at the same time, it's, people feel like they're being rewarded for coming in and out of the game rather than sticking with it. And things like the new XP bonus that you can get from the store will be coming soon. You know, all the more reason for people to feel like they don't have to stay subscribed to the game. Now, in all fairness, Blizzard already has systems in place that function as a reward system within the game. There are achievements and achievement points, and an achievement bar you can fill up. We have our eye levels that continue to increase, and we have you know, the, the joy of watching those numbers go up, and we get to compare those with other people. There's quest progression in the game now. You don't just complete a quest, but you complete a part of a quest, and so you can continue completing that quest. There's legendaries for everybody now. You get on a legendary quest, something to continue to do. The Reputation Awards now in Pandaria. There's been plenty of them in the game before, just still more now. You can get mounts and cool weapons and other things. Of course, there's always new gear. There's new tier sets. New content releases. And now there's even new ways to do old content with cross-realm rating. But the problem with these is they don't necessarily reward the loyal player who has never left or never unsubscribed now we have some ideas that blizzard could possibly use to reward loyal players like some exclusive items given to players who have never unsubscribed now by unsubscribe i mean unsubscribe and cancel i don't mean let your account lapse because you couldn't pay and you had to wait till you know i mean literally unsubscribe if your account lapses because you missed a payment and you miss a week or whatever, that, that's a mistake. That's not unsubscribing. I'm talking about people who unsubscribe. So these exclusive items would be something like a title, like The Loyal, or Of Old, like from Vanilla Days. Maybe something like The Grinder. About I don't know. I take that last title back <laughs> because I can see where you were going with it. You would be like freckle face the grinder and you would just dance on mailboxes. Oh, no. Actually, I was just going to say, like, I like the title thing because that could be per expansion. Yeah. For example, if they implemented this now, the first day of the next expansion, everyone who had been subscribed through all of Mr. Pandaria would get something, a title related to Mr. Pandaria. Pandas. Yeah. yeah. 
Star Wars did a good job at this. Yeah. Yeah. Like like when I first was messing around with Star Wars and I left, I got an email back that said, Hey, you know, if you come back now, you're still eligible for the founders title. Ah. And I thought, man, that would be a cool title to have. But it didn't get me back. <laughs> but it was a cool title, you know. So what about some transmog gear, like a cloak or something? Not cloaks. Or something, you know, something that, that showed that was visible enough, a helm or a cloak or some shoulders or something that was predominant on your character that people would see. To know that you, you know. No one sees my cloak. Well, I like my cloak. Or some mounts. Ooh. You know. Give me a mount. I saw, you know, I don't know. I saw I saw a tune or, or uh, like a raptor the other day that I thought would be kind of cool. As a pet, but not a mount. But same difference, you know. Something, some kind of a cool mount that you could only get if you've never, ever, unsubscribed from the game, and had a certain amount of time. Like if you've been, like to take your point, if you've been a subscriber since vanilla, you know, here we are. What three expansions later? I would have a, a full vanilla mount, a full uh, BC mount, a full Wrath mount, a full Cat mount. Now maybe full panda mount. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. So would it be a completely new mount or just be like a different color or something that already exists? I say completely new. I say they can make a completely new one specific to that uh that era. Or some companion pets. Now what I was thinking about the companion pet, this is where my colors do come in. You can make a little floating gem. And that gem is a different color based on how long I've been a subscriber to the game. So everyone has a gem floating around them? They can get a gem, yeah. Everybody can get a gem, and then it can just be a different color based on how long you've been. And then you mm. can watch it morph and change. I don't know about that. Because if I make a new character and I go into a dungeon, and I'm not doing so well, <laughs> what, I don't want people to know I've been playing for six years. Well, don't summon that pet in the instance, then. Oh, it's a pet that has a gem. Yeah, it's a companion. I thought you were saying everybody had it. No, just, well, it, it's, you know, a companion pet that is eligible for people to have. So, yeah, it wouldn't be a pet. It wouldn't be something that automatically floated around and followed you around and called you out for being, you know. Noobish or. Not noobish. Should no, you're should, not noobish. Should know better-ish or something. Yeah. I don't know. No, it'd be, you know, just a pet. Okay. What about items you receive in the mail? Like, you know, we get the Brewfest stuff, right? Every month you get the brew of the month. Yeah, and brew not the brew fest. So with the brew, yeah, brew of the month club. Um, same kind of concept, but this would be something like you get a small bag of loyalty that shows up like every ninety days, every three oh, months. Oh, like the consortium thing, except I always forget to go get it. Yeah, this one just shows up in your mailbox. Ah, you know, and it gives I like you, it. you know, and it just gives you a little bit of helpful stuff. You know, like I said, helpful stuff that just shows up. You know, potions and whatever, cloth doesn't matter. And then every year. On your anniversary date, you could get a big bag of loyalty that has a bunch of stuff in it. Fireworks, stuff, you know, just stuff. What if they sent that to you on your birthday? Your IRL birthday? Yeah. Don't they have it on your profile? I can't remember. No. No? No. But they know your anniversary date. They know how long oh, you've been playing. True. They know when yeah. you signed up. So why not have it on your characters or your your account's anniversary that's true. date? Yeah. They could send you a cake. Exactly. They have those in the game. I know. And it could be your cake day. And a little bottle of Pinot Noir. 
Something. Even though you can buy them from the vendor for like five silver, it, but it still, matter. it's the specialness it's, it's of it. It's the thought, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or then maybe you know you get some unique quests that show up in your mailbox, like something that tells you to go to your, or at least as close as you can get to your spot of origin. Hmm. You know where your character spawned. Does that show up on all of them? Yeah. All okay. your tunes. All your tunes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, because I know some places like Worgen, you can go back because it's phased, right? Same like a goblin. You can't, you go, can't back. go back because no. it's phased. But you can get as close to possible to your starting zone. And maybe go uh, talk to an NPC there. Maybe just get gold for showing back up. Like, oh, Freckleface, you've come back. Like, you ever go to, like, your, your grandmother's house and she's just like, you know, here, dear, I'd like you to have this. And then she, like, hands you, like, something, like, really ancient, like some lace or... Some what are those little doodads that they put doilies? You know those doilies are worth some money. They are. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah yeah. Hmm. Or she give you like a bunch of the buffalo head nickels or something. Guess not your grandma. Huh? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same type of deal though. You know something like here's something from my past and I'm gonna give to you uh, that's worth some money. Gotcha. You know so. You remember a few years back when the AMPM store had those WoW cups? Do I remember? They're right there on They're the right shelf. There. I dear. know. I gave them to guildies who do who did not have AMPM in their area. I know, and you know what? People love those cups Me because too. they're cool. Yeah. They can't have been that expensive to manufacture. I mean, they're plastic cups. Zarheim has some at his cubicle. I saw them. Yeah. But yeah, not everybody had an AMPM close to them, so the people that didn't. They're buying them off eBay. I know, for like five times how much they should have. <laughs> so what if they took that exclusivity and, and made it not so that you're kind of out of luck if you didn't live near these stores, but that you had to unlock the ability to purchase certain items from the Blizzard store? Yeah, reward your loyalty, reward your longevity by giving you access to ex- exclusive items in the store. Absolutely. Exactly. Like watches or keychains. Yeah. Stuffed animals. Wouldn't it be cool if they had like a? Uh, I mean, I know they can do it because they do the figurines, right? Yeah, they, they do. They do. The, you can like upload your figurine and they'll do it. They'll, your character, rather. Give me character. Like, here's my character. Give me a stuffed animal. They could take any of the pet battle pets and make it into stuffed animal. Pet battle pets are good. My only problem with doing a character is like my gear changes. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't have that gear anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because I know you could take your like a picture right now, and you could send it to somebody on Etsy, and they'd make a stuffed animal out of your tune. That's true. But then my my gear would change. So. But I don't think that's legal, anyways. Okay, well, it would be an officially licensed Blizzard thing, so it would be okay. Oh, okay. Things like shirts. Oh yeah. Hats. You know what I want? Whatever I used to wear. What? I don't want a polo, like a work polo. Mm-hmm. With a Blizzard logo. I don't want Ooh. a Horde or an Alliance logo. I want the Blizzard logo. Not a WoW logo? Or a WoW logo. Yeah, give me something. That is because, I, you know, I have friends who are Horde. I have friends who are Alliance. I don't like that, oh, you play a Horde. Or, oh, you play Alliance. But you can have a Horde shirt and an Alliance shirt, and you can just wear which one you felt in the mood for. Just take my money. <laughs> I want a Horde shirt, an Alliance shirt, a WoW shirt, and a Blizzard shirt. I need one more. Dark Moon Herald. Fair. <laughs> and a Herald shirt. Why not? <laughs> now I get the whole work week covered. 
<laughs> yeah. Stuff for your desk. Oh man, I teared like it up. Clock. Oh. I don't know. What are you thinking? Siege weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so someone comes close to my desk and I can shoot them with something. Um, probably not allowed in your workplace. Yeah, um. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's already there. Oh, it's already there. This dude's got a tank at his desk really? that shoots projectiles, and it's made out of metal. Hmm. Another guy had a a trebuch- trebuchet. Is that the thing? That was sh- yeah, a trebuchet at his desk. But he made that, and it was cool. So yeah, we could do uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, something non-weapon related. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't want a clock that was shaped like a hearthstone? Maybe. What about a coffee And like at 5 o'clock it says time to hearth? Uh, (laughs) Oh. It makes the noise. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. I need to make that and put it on Etsy now. Uh A hearthstone shaped clock. And then where the 5 says, it says hearth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yafook. Yafook? Yafook. Yet another form of currency. That's way F O C, Freck. Ah. Yafook. Be careful how you say that. Hmm. Um, yet another form of currency. I want some, like, how about some tokens that are given to you every month uh, that you don't lapse your account? Now, again, you know, taking it for granted, giving a leeway, you know, five, seven days, whatever, for payment issues, whatever the case might be. But if your account doesn't lapse, you get a token. If your account lapses past those five, seven days, tokens are lost. Now you can bank your tokens, right? And then there's a vendor. And that vendor can sell stuff. It's a loyalty vendor, right? You can go up to him with your loyalty coins, whatever you may want to call them. And you can get vanity items. That all have a certain common theme of time reduction. You see, because they're rewarding you for the amount of time you spent in the game. So they're giving you time back with these coins. Okay. Like instant meal buffs. Like an instant meal. You don't have to sit down for 30 seconds and eat. You just eat. Boom. Buff Hmm. is there. Take a page from the druids. You have an instant mount. Now these are consumables. You get like a stack of twenty. All right. You go get an instant mount up. Boom. You can mount your your. You know you can use this little instant mount twenty times. You mount it up. Go. How about instant hearthing? So you don't have that thirty, forty, five second. You just boom. You're gone. Maybe a swim speed boost. Mount speed boost or sanctuary running speed boost. So if you're at a sanctuary, mm, like the shrine, like the shrine, or Shatrath, or sh- well, shr- you know, shrine's not a sanctuary. You can PvP in there, certain spots, okay. certain spots up in a bank. Just get ganked in oh. there all the time. Um, but yeah, certain spots. Dalaran. Oh yeah, the shrine's not a sanctuary. Yeah. It's faction specific. Yeah, Dollar and Shatrath. Yeah. Or somewhere else. Maybe just your home capital cities and sanctuary speed boost. So you can run faster through the capital cities and do stuff like that. Just these little vanity items, you know, consumables. You know, you don't get this forever. You can use 20 of them, then you got to go buy another. 
So we say all this to say, you know, Blizzard, they, they do an amazing job with customer support. They continually improve WoW with the quality of life fixes. Anyway, it's possible if they just started rewarding loyalty in the same fashion as they have rewarded people for coming back, then I don't know, maybe they wouldn't see their numbers drop as much. I 100% or stay agree. Consistent. Yeah. I think people will stay longer if there's something to stay for. And most people say they get burnt out of the content or they get burnt out of the grind or they get burnt out because they can't kill the content or don't want to see the content or get tired of people. Whatever, whatever reason they give for leaving, if you took something completely aside, and everything we said is very, very you know character-specific on this. This is about you playing the game. You get titles, you get mounts, you get quests, you get tokens. You get stuff just for being there you don't have to go do anything what you've done is paid them money you know and you've not unsubscribed now even freck if taking it from a business perspective if i'm giving away free stuff and you don't unsubscribe and you log in one day a month and collect your free stuff you still paid this is true whether or not you use the resources that I have in my, you know, world, you're logging into the servers, you're raiding, you're LFRing, whatever you're doing. If you're not doing it, but you're still paying, that looks good for investors. Because investors, they don't sit there in their meetings and they don't go, okay, Blizzard, what are your numbers? And Blizzard goes, well, our numbers, um, they're, we're sitting around, you know, 10,000 or 10 million, rather, sorry. Oh, I see, 10 million. Well, out of these 10 million people, um, how many are actually uh, rating or logging in four to five times a week? They're not asking that question. They're not asking any questions. What they're doing is saying, how many people? 10 million? Okay, they might ask one question. How are they paying? Are these annual subscribers? Are these quarterly? Are they monthly? Are they time card? They may want, they may want to know that because they want to know how much money they're making. ROI. They want to know what they're getting for their investment. So when Blizzard comes in and goes, hey, um, yeah, we 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 lost uh two, you know, million more subscribers. Your investors don't like that. And so the investors go, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you gonna do to get those guys back? Now Blizzard's gotta spend all that time, effort, and money on getting those two million people back. But if if they were proactive and spent time, money, and energy on keeping those ten, those two million, then they go into the meeting room, and that that discussion never happens. You know, you get the one cynical guy. Well, how many subscribers are you down now? Well, actually, we're not. Uh, as a matter of fact, we we not only did we maintain, we we gained. And now you got you know, happy pocket guy. Pulling out his calculator and going, exactly how many do we gain? And how are they subscribing? Because he's counting dollar bills again. And happy investors mean a happy company, which translates to happy employees, which translates to happy content, which translates to happy players. It's a very good circle to be in. And I can tell you from past experience, it costs less money to maintain and grow a user base than it does to reclaim a user base. So, just my two cents. I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm never leaving. 
It's its own reward. It is. But at the same time, if everyone left but us, then they wouldn't keep developing it anymore, and then I'd be sad. So I want them to do stuff to keep everybody else in. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about us. It's about everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have your ideas of things that you might show up or like to see show up as a reward for your uh, loyalty to uh, Blizzard, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter and include Blizzard in that tweet. Awesome add-ons. Frank, we're going to talk about an add-on that uh, I think has brought some speed to my game. Ooh, speed? In the fact that I don't have to spend time looking stuff up. And this add-on is called Saved Instances. But we would be doing a disservice if it was just you and I talking about this. What we're going to do this week, we brought Oscar on, the actual developer of this add-on. Oscar, how you doing? Hello. Nice to be here. So tell us a little bit about Saved Instances. What uh, what prompted you to get involved with this project? Uh, well, so it was originally written actually quite a long time ago, back in Burning Crusade. Uh, it was developed by a guy named Jokey Rhyme, uh, who was a really good guy and had a really good add-on idea. And uh, he unfortunately decided to leave the game when Wrath came out back in 2010. Uh, but I loved the add-on so much that I didn't want to see it die, so I, I took it over and uh, been running it ever since. So since Wrath, you've been picked up picked up this add-on and have been uh, taking over the project on it. Um, what kind of what kind of tune do you play? What kind of class and you know side horde alliance? What are you doing? Wow, I play a Draenei Shaman as my main, but uh, as you might imagine, I have lots of characters with lots of things to keep track of, which is why I loved this add-on initially and why I kept uh, working on it and developing on it. I figured like. Add-ons you use daily are the are the best things to get involved in as an author because you find the things that you like and you don't like and the features you want to see and so on. It just comes naturally. So that is very true. Now, for those of you who don't know, this add-on basically is an add-on that keeps track of your instance, your raid lockouts, um, anything that gets saved against your character. Really, um, any kind of currencies you've got, any cooldowns, um, a bunch of stuff. Like you can tell when your farm is going to be due, which I think is pretty cool. Um, it keeps track of, for instance, and this is not just one character, by the way. This is across all your characters, across all the realms, across all the factions, all, all both of them. And, uh, so you know your valor points, your justice points, your honor points, your conquest points, and any kind of weekly caps on those so you know where you're at with all of those. Uh, your charms of good fortune. Any other currencies that are useful for you? How about your world bosses? Now, this is what got me into it, was the world bosses. Uh, so you know that you got your Shah of Anger, Galleon, and Dasta, and Nalak. All those guys are kept track of, you know which tunes have killed those. So if you have multiple uh, tunes that you play on and you got, you know, you want to know which tune did you kill them all on or not, you just hover over one place and look. And, I mean, I'm only right now a one-player guy, but still helps me out a lot. Uh, LFR bosses, you want to know which tunes have done which bosses. Holiday bosses, that's a big one. If you're an altaholic and you're going to go kill the holiday boss and you forget which character that you logged in on to go kill that holiday boss, I would I would get mad. Uh, what else is this thing to? Yeah. Uh, daily, weekly quest, Dark Moon Fair, Freck. You would know about the Dark Moon Fair and all your alts. That is hard to keep track of. See, especially um, that daily pet quest that you. It looks like it's available to all your tunes, but it's not. Because as soon as you do it on one. What else? Um, the loot on Isle of Thunder. More yeah, stuff. The ritual stones and the. Troves and all that stuff, yeah. 
trade skill cooldowns. Like if you're if you'd got you know one of those jewel crafter cooldowns or whatever they've got, uh, keeps track of that. I mean, I told you about your, the farm, right, Rick? Tell me more at the farm. Well, it tracks when you plant it and when you can go harvest. Ooh. And what you what's going on on the farm for you? So, all right, Oscar, this thing is awesome. I'm loving it. Um, what kind of feedback do you hear from the general population about this add-on? Uh, it's interesting that you asked that because uh, actually a lot of these features that you mentioned are new since I took over. Uh, the original add-on just tracked like heroic dungeon lockouts, and that was pretty much it, uh, which is hence the name Saved Instances. It was kind of what it did back then, but it has since then. It has grown. Basically, anything that I decide that I want to keep track of across my characters, I end up adding it to the add-on sooner or later. So the... Uh, like the farm tracking and the profession cooldown tracking I just added recently because I was tired of forgetting which ones I had done my farm on and which ones I had, you know, done my lightning ingot on and so on. So I just kept adding things over time. And a lot of them also came from suggestions from users uh, on curse.com, which hosts the add-on. I, I get a lot of uh, feedback from users about what they like and don't like and what they'd like to see and a lot of good ideas that I end up throwing in there in one form or another. So it's it's been a very organic experience in that sense. So let me ask you an off-the-wall question here. You mentioned something about all your all your characters. Do you have an approximate count of how many characters you've got? I have five level 90s. Uh, there's only like two that I'm really serious about in terms of rating and so on. But yeah, I, I do world bosses and such across about five. Right. And I can easily see how that would be, you know, man, did I, did I get him on this guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I hear people telling me that, you know, they used to use post-it notes to keep track of all this and thank goodness for this add on. Cause now they don't have to do that anymore. And yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Like I said, I've got one, one ninety. Yeah. One ninety. And then like 285s that I haven't touched in forever. And now I've got another character I'm leveling. And I already know that that for me, this is going to be fantastic. Right now, I'm just using it for one tune, and it's already fantastic. Because there are literally times with, with my schedule that I don't remember if I killed the world bosses during this lockout or not. And I have to go up there and look like, OK, I'm, I'm good to go this time. <laughs> you know, I can yeah, wait till yeah, next week definitely. or or I, hey, I can go on the and go kill world bosses with you. So, man, that that is totally awesome. Now, what are some of the other add ons that, that you've got going on there at Curse? Oh, a bunch. So at last count, I was an add on or author listed on at least 34 different add ons. Oh, uh, sure. Name yeah. off the top of your head right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yeah, some of those are add-ons that I've taken over, like saved instances. Uh, another one that I took over uh, not too long ago, which I didn't want to see die, I took it over for the same reason as Archaeology Helper, because uh, the author left the game, and that's I, I think it's one of the best archaeology add-ons, and I just wanted to make sure that it stayed alive, so I took that over. Absolutely, I love that add-on. It really saved yes. archaeology for me. Yeah, it's saved so much time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would never dig without that add-on. <laughs> And, because yeah, uh, without that, it looks like it's pointing you in a single line instead of a cone like it really is. Yeah, the triangulation is so yes. key. Like especially I don't know if you use it with Gathermate, but if you use it with Gathermate, it actually puts little pins on the HUD right. that show where they are, where the possible locations are. So like usually it's just like do one, maybe two surveys and you have this the fragment. It's like that quick. Awesome. 
but actually I'm interesting. Uh, I was listening to some of your prior podcasts uh, earlier here, and I noticed that you mentioned paste, which is actually one of my add-ons that I wrote from wow. scratch. <laughs> it's a handy little add-on for, yeah, pasting things into the game. So. Yeah, really? <laughs> I think Freck just has a new hero. I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're making yeah, her giddy now. Up. She is. She's gushing over here. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, Freck uses paste a lot. Yeah. I used it to get all the coordinates in. So, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. just one of those that, like, I hated the way that pasting was working, like clipboard was working in WoW, so I decided to write an add-on to do it what I thought was correctly. So Very It took cool. me, like, a day to write it, but it was so worth it. Now, that begs another, you know, more serious question. What do you do, like, IRL that affords you the time to write add-ons for WoW? Uh, I work in computer science industry. I've got a degree in computer science, so that gave me like the programming background I needed. And uh, I've got a job with pretty flexible hours that lets me uh, work on add-ons or play or whatever. It's kind of nice. Nice. Yeah, that does that does help out. Plus, you can always say that you're just you know keeping the gears oiled by you know working in other languages. Yeah, absolutely. Lua is a fun scripting language. Uh, it's it's quite a bit different from uh, traditional programming languages, but it's certainly flexible and yeah, lets you do a lot of things, a lot of fun things easily. So, how many people have asked you to write that add-on that tells you what uh, realm you're currently on? Not sure what you mean. You mean role icons? When you cross realm, like if you're if you're doing world bosses with a open raid group and you end up cross realming with them. There's nothing that tells you exactly what realm you are currently logged. You can get your logged in realm. That, you know, that's a default variable. But there's nothing that shows you what realm you're currently on with your group. Yeah, that was actually an idea that came from the curse forums. Is there was a thread talking about how people would like exactly that ability, especially since uh, a lot of people don't realize, but when you get when your group composition changes as you add people from open raid or from real id friends or what have you you'll eventually get transferred to the server that has the majority of the characters and it may be the case that that realm doesn't have the boss that you're interested in alive so like you may get as as you're building your own dusta group you may suddenly get realm transferred to a realm that doesn't have undasta up which or, is kind of buzz killer or that happens in the middle of the fight like happened to us <laughs> yeah somebody yeah. dropped group in the middle of it and undasta disappeared yeah, I decided yeah. that I wanted that capability. It seems like it really makes sense to have that. I didn't think it was worth creating a whole new add-on for that small piece of functionality because I figured that would be pretty difficult to market. But I added it as a feature on one of my existing raid add-ons called Roll Icons that just puts little, uh, well, it does a lot of things. But amongst other things, it uh, modifies the raid tab to add the roll icons directly there and uh, show you the count of how many healers and tanks and deeps you have and make it a lot easier to deal with rolls. Uh, so I just added a little window that also shows which realm you're on. I think I will bring that up in the next Undasta group that I have because that happens all the time. I may just go find that guy and tell him about it because that's always the question. Yep. It's a very minimal add-on. Like it has, once you install it, you'll barely notice it, but the things that it does are really useful. So, and you don't need your whole group to have it. Like it just, you can have it, just one person can have it and, and they'll be able to see the information. So. Well, man, that is that is awesome. See, we we bring them on to talk about one thing, Frack, and you're over here gushing. I'm over here. We're talking nerd stuff. It's just it's exploded. <laughs> it's been fantastic. So, with all the add-ons you've got, is there one that kind of stands out to you as being the most fun or or challenging? Either one uh, that you that you have developed. Mm, 
I think probably the one that I've spent the most time on is one that I wrote from scratch called Professions Vault, uh, which is an add-on that uh, keeps track of the links to your professions for all your characters and also any friends or guildies who you can save their profession links in there. So you basically can build up an in-game database of all the profession links that you want. And it does things like recipe coloring to like show you which recipes you can learn on your alts or that your friends can learn or so on. And uh, yeah, so that, that's one of the ones I spent the most time on. Uh, so I'd probably have to say that one. Awesome. And do you think there is... Uh, based on the on the curse forums, is there something that you see people requesting over and over and over again that, that just won't ever happen? Oh, yeah. I mean, most people don't understand that there's limitations, very stringent limitations to what add-ons can do. Uh, back in, I think it was Burning Crusade or maybe even partly through Classic, they introduced a bunch of security measures in Lua to prevent people from botting with their add-ons. Uh, and it's gotten to the point where there's just so many things that add-ons are prohibited from doing, uh, and people don't realize what those limitations are, so they're constantly asking for things that simply cannot be done in an add-on. And this is Blizzard did this very intentionally because they, they didn't want computers playing the game, they want humans playing the game. So they put limits on what, what can be automated for you and what you really have to have a human push a button for. So, yeah, frequently the things that people ask for automation on just simply can't be done. And I remember at one point in time there was an add-on that allowed people to draw on the world. Um, oh yes, AVR. Right. It it was originally I guess the thought process was people could put down like raid, you know, you stand over here like different types of markers in different places, but inevitably people would, you know, draw inappropriate yeah, a- things all over the place. Well, yeah, I I don't think it was that so much cuz I mean it was a it was a cooperative add-on, so like you only could see the things that were drawn if you were also running the add-on, and if you accepted pictures from such and such a person. So like, you know, there was you could control what you saw on your own world. I think the issue is that Blizzard felt that that, and especially uh, in collaboration with some other add-ons that kind of built on top of it, that inserted raid boss events, they felt it was making the game too easy or too like dependent on the add-on like there was actually things where when there was a runaway event like a boss was going to throw something horrible at you it would you know draw big arrows and say run this direction and don't run over here and they felt that it was just kind of nerfing the the raid play style so yeah they changed the game to make it impossible to write such an add-on yeah that kind of makes sense in, in that light you don't want anything that that, that tells you exactly 100 percent what to do hints are fine but if it tells you exactly what to do where to go where to stand what direction to face then yeah, I can kind of see where that'd be kind of a, a little bit of a of a letdown if you're playing the game. Yeah, I think they just decided that it was too much hand-holding. And I can kind of see where they're coming from, too, because if they allow an add-on that does that much of the playing for you, then it kind of raises the bar on the difficulty level they have to put out in order to keep the content challenging. So, like, it, they would get to the point where it was impossible to play without the add-on, and that's what they want to avoid. Yeah, yeah I totally get that. Hey, uh, Oscar, let us know, what is your curse ID? That way people can look you up on curse and see all the add-ons, the over, like you said, over 34 that you're involved with over there. Uh, what is, what's your curse information so people can look you up over there? Sure, it's Oscar UCB, so O-S-C-A-R-U-C-B. And, you can, yeah, you can look me up on curse or on Huawei, uh, which actually is the like where the add-ons are developed or on that side, and then they're uh, uh, posted to curse. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming out and sharing a little bit of your time with us uh, for the show here. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. And like I said, I'm loving this add-on. 
and I'm sure other people will go will go grab uh, not just save instances, but you know some of the other ones we've discussed tonight. And that's just been fantastic. Thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. It was it was great to to talk with you guys. So hey, Freck. Hey. You know something we haven't done in a long time. Hmm, it has been a while for AOE. It has been a while for AOE, but I think we're going to rectify that right now. Awesome. We've got Ryan on the line. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you guys? I'm hanging in there pretty well. I'm doing fantastic. So, Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you play, what realm, what class, what main, what are you growing on your farm? <laughs> I'm not growing anything on my farm right now. I haven't done much with the farm, but um, I play on the server Drendon. I unfortunately I play alliance side. Um my main character is a druid. His name is Chesterfield. He's pretty much been my main ever since I started playing the game uh way back in September of 2005. Um and right now in game I'm really enjoying pet battles. Um awesome. I don't have I don't have a whole lot of time to get in game right now just because of how my life is, but pet battles is one of those things you can jump in. You can level a couple pets up, you can do a few battles, and you can get right back out without spending too much time. Are you doing the PvP bet battles too? Uh, a little bit. Um, I'm more concerned right now with just leveling up pets. Um, I, I'm not that good at PvP, so <laughs> I try to stay away from it a little bit. Um, I, I do enough to finish the 10 battle, the 10 wins quest every okay. week, but that's about all that I do for PvP. Now, how many level 25 pets do you have? 72. Oh. Well, that's not just a little pet battle. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like you're casually pet battling. <laughs> well, that's about all I do is pet battles. Oh, yeah. I get that's in true. Game, so. Are you excited about the tournament that's coming in 5.4? I, I kind of am. I haven't really heard a whole lot about it, but, I mean, it, it, I think it's neat that you have to have 30 level yeah. 25 pets, so I don't know if you're going to need to use that many. Or if that's just kind of like the level that you need to have that many in order to get into it. But I, if you actually have to use them all, I think that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. All right, Ryan, we got a very important question for you. Uh, who are you going to be challenging tonight, myself or the lovely Freckleface? Um, I want to do the regular version, so whichever the easier one is. That, that would be me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will uh, let you take a listen to this as I step out of the studio here and walk casually down the hall. Get ready to play Hearthcast AOE, the game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, question number one. What level does the Dungeon Finder feature unlock? Ten. Question two. In what patch did the Corrupted Plague incident occur? Oh, that would have been patch 4.0. No, no, 2.0. Question three. To drown your sorrows, how many cataclysm beverages must you drink? Mm, 
20. Question four. How many different talents are there for each class? Three. Well, not like specs, like total talents. Oh, jeez. Uh, let's see. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times 321. Question five. How many different scenarios are required for the title Cenaturdist? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'll say eight. All right, and time. Okay, let me go grab Root. One second. So, hey, uh, how'd it go? I I already know one that I got wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, awesome. I think I did all right, though. That's good. Good, 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 good. All right, Root, are you ready? Um, I am ready. All right, starting timer. Question one. What level does the Dungeon Finder feature unlock? Fifteen. Question two, in what patch did the Corrupted Plague incident occur? Oh, wow. Well, that was the, the man. What was that? That was like early, early, early. Were they doing patch numbers back then? That was like vanilla. Yeah. So, I don't know, 1.5. Question three, to drown your sorrows, how many different cataclysm beverages must you drink? 20. Question four, how many different talents are there for each class? Ta- like the talent skill. Oh, the talent tree? No, not no. the trees, the uh, the spells. I'm probably not explaining this right. But oh. <laughs> talent spells. Talent spells. I have no idea what you're talking about. How many about. different talents could you pick from? Total. Total. 30. I have no idea what you're talking about. Question five. How many different scenarios are required for the title Cenaturdist? Five. All right. And time. Oh, time. Okay. All right. Are we ready for the answers? I believe so. Okay. Question one. What level does the Dungeon Finder feature unlock? Root, you said 15. Ryan, you said 10. The answer was 15. Root had the correct answer for a total of four points. I think I remember that one because I just leveled up a tune and I was waiting for that to happen. So, <laughs> Yeah. Question two. In what patch did the Corrupted Plague incident occur? Root, you said 1.5. Ryan, you said 2.0. The correct answer is 1.7. So Root's a little closer. Yeah. But like a tenth of a point. points there. Yeah, a tenth of a point. (laughs) Question three. To drown your sorrows, how many cataclysm beverages must you drink? Root, you said 20. Mm-hmm. Ryan also said 20. Oh, well, there you go. The correct <laughs> answer, however, was 10. 
Ryan and I have a high <laughs> alcohol tolerance, therefore we are both right. You need more drinks yes, to exactly. drown your sorrows. Yes. Okay. Or we have a lot of sorrows, <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> well, since you're both wrong, you both split two points. There's one point each. Question three. And I know I probably phrased this poorly, but I think you both understood what I meant was how many primary talent are there available for each class? Just for the record, when I say I have no idea what you're talking about, uh-huh. that kind of meant I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> just, just okay. So, it out there. so root randomly guessed thirty. Thirty, yeah. And um, Ryan answered twenty-one. The correct answer is eighteen. So yeah. far. So far. You probably have more of the next expansion. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So Ryan is closer. Says so two points for Ryan. Sure. Question five. How many different scenarios are required for the title Cenaturdist? Root, you said five. Ryan said eight. The correct answer is seven. Yes. So Ryan gets two points for that. So the total is five points for Ryan and seven points for Root. Woohoo! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rusty. I feel rusty. But those are interesting questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, thanks for thanks for coming on and playing. How can people find you like on the social media stuffs? Well, I am at Gaming Savant on Twitter, and I also have a Warcraft blog at viewfromdarnassus.wordpress.com. But if you just Google view from Darnassus and get the spelling anywhere close to being right, I'll be the first one listed there. Awesome. So do you jump off that tree a lot? <laughs> I, <laughs> not in a long time. I haven't been out to Darnassus in ages. Well, how do you know what the view is like? It could have changed. Well, I, I took a picture and oh, okay. I've got it on the background of my blog. So oh, okay. I just go to my blog and I can see it. All right. I like it. <laughs> I spent a few hours doing that, jumping off the tree with the uh, the parachute and then landing in the ocean and not knowing what to do. <laughs> well, with, with druids, too, you've got flight form. So right before you get to the ground, you can hit that flight form oh, and you're all set. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get in the water, you're like, well, now what? <laughs> you, got, you got swim form. You can't fly. Yep. You go anywhere, you get fatigued. <laughs> Hearth back and do it again. Yeah. Every half hour, you can jump off. <laughs> um, well what do you like to talk about on your blog um well like i said earlier lately it's been pet battles um mm-hmm. i just did a post about um some of the best pets to use for the uh the tamers the what is it the beasts of fable quests um i've got one pet for beasts one for critters and one for aquatic that i use and I can I can get through all those quests in about forty five minutes using the pets that I have listed there, so I think they worked out pretty good. Okay, yeah, I haven't tried that since they changed it uh, when they split it off into three quests. I gotten lucky and I gotten all the pandas before then. Yeah, and I went and tried it after that, and it was oh, it was nasty. I didn't feel like dealing <laughs> with it again. <laughs> yeah, it 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 gives you a better chance to because you because since they broke it up into three parts, you get um a better chance to get like the um. 
the stones to upgrade your pets to rare quality. Right. And I've, I've got so many pets and hardly any of them are rare quality. So I, I keep doing the quest so I can try to get those battle stones. That's true. It's weird, though, because, you know, eventually this would be kind of outdated because all the stuff that they're adding in, every time they add a new pet, it's always rare quality. Yeah. So you only need it for wild pet stuff, and then once you upgrade it, then you're good. Well, like the Argent Tournament pets, they still learn at Uncommon, and like some of the Engineer pets, the mechanical ones oh, right. and stuff like that, those ones still learn at Uncommon, and there, there's quite a few. And like some of the rare pets, like the Minfernal, which is the only one I'm missing from the from the um, achievement, uh-huh. that one, if I find it, whatever I find it, I'm not going to keep trying to get a rare one. So, and then there's like the... Um, the Val, the Valkyr... Yeah, that one that? I yeah. I got, and I've got that mm-hmm. upgraded too. And then there's one from the um the Dark Moon Fair, the, the crow or whatever it is. Oh, no, the crow. The, the the wild ones that you catch. That oh right. They're so rare to find just a a wild one in general to get one that's rare quality. I mean, it would take forever. So true. You I I've gone through quite a few of them. Okay, I, I still have a bunch piled in my bank. Like I have six beast ones. Yeah. And I don't know what I've, to do with them. I've got a lot of aquatic ones that I, I guess in in the next patch in 5.4 or 4.5 or whatever it is, I can't keep up. <laughs> but in the next patch, you're going to be able to trade. If you have three of one type, I think you're going to be able to trade them in for just a general one to upgrade oh, really? anything. So I've, I've been holding on to like aquatic ones because I've got pretty much all of my aquatic pets leveled up. Or oh, that's good to know. Quality up at least. Time. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm holding on to those ones to try to upgrade other things like magic. I hardly have I've hardly gotten any of the battle stones for magic, so I need quite a few of them to get my pets up. Yeah, I like them the magic racial where you can't take um more than forty percent. Yeah. That really affects it if you if you put a dragon up against or something that's supposed to be really strong and then you're automatically nerfed by the fact that you can't hit over a certain amount. Yeah. Like, but- come on. You can put in a pet, too, that has, like, multiple strikes in one attack, and each one of those strikes can only be up to 40%, too. Oh. So if you have a three hit, each one of them can be up to that. I mean, none of them will be really be that high, but you'll do more damage with something that has multiple hit attacks. Oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't have thought about that. That's a good way around it. Yep. There's a lot of two-pet battles. Mm-hmm. I think someone would be missing out a lot if they just refused <laughs> to do it because of the emotes. <laughs> my tunes don't cry <laughs> just away. win all the time and they won't then <laughs> but where's the fun in winning all the time see that that that's the that's the crux yeah i i suppose i it, to each his own see my character if my pet died he'd be like serves you right he wouldn't cry oh he would scold the pet the dead pet <laughs> the dead pet <laughs> He would not cry. Well. Maybe so. there should be more of a range of negative emotions. Like maybe sometimes they should just frown. Scald or something. Or yeah. We can be mad that something is dead. That's yes, weird. I can. Well, they're your companions. They're your pets. You're supposed to be sad. I'm a exactly. warlock. We don't cry. <laughs> Those things that look like tears. Are the blood of our fallen enemies? <laughs> well, then you should do pet battles as a druid. Oh, druid, because yeah. druids are—they're so connected to the land. Yeah. 
that they they're they're allowed to get sad sometimes. That's true. Now I'll tell you a little secret that we were going to talk about last week, but we didn't. Uh, when I first rolled my very first character, which of course was a night elf druid hunter. <laughs> a night elf a druid, druid hunter? hunter? No, night elf hunter, not a <laughs> druid. Yeah, see, I was confused back then, but I was a night elf. I bet you walked around telling me we had a druid hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I am a druid hunter. No, so anyhow, I was a druid. No. You're what a hunter. The? Hunter. <laughs> You're a night elf hunter, you told me. Yeah. Anyhow. No, this is when I was a... I don't remember. But I refused to attack any um, critters or animals because I felt that went against the night elf's, you know, core. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I thought it would, like, give me negative rep with all the animals in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, early Warcraft, I wouldn't have been surprised if they had done that. Yeah. It did not happen for me. <laughs> we still got the data, people. The who? The, you know, the the PETA oh, people. Yeah, yep. yeah. The yeah. DETA. 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 It's D-E-H-T-A. Okay. Druids something. Yeah. Okay. Fact check. <laughs> <laughs> The point is, warlocks don't cry over pet battles. We just don't. If well, they take just, that, they take that out of the game. I'm all about it. Just do it on your blood off then. Oh, he would cry over everything. He would cry if they won. They'd be like, <laughs> he won. <laughs> what? <laughs> so they got to add that for me to do that. Okay. So, right. Mm-hmm. Mm. I still have trouble telling whether blood elves are female or male. I'm I'm not really <laughs> sure. It's pretty easy to tell the difference. If if they're really good looking, they're male. <laughs> truth that is true if they have the really gorgeous hair male yeah 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 that's all yeah. it is but then they started giving humans that really really gorgeous hair too so you got to be careful there jealousy mm-hmm. is a dangerous trait <laughs> telling you man. yeah yeah they need to take the, if they take the emote off i'd probably do it Especially now that people can watch me cry. No. <laughs> I think you have to allow it, though. I don't think anybody can just come up and watch. Don't you have to allow for people to watch? No, no they can just watch you now. Really? It's like right there in the world. Like, you don't see um, the spells that are going around. You just see, like, the animation of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess I've never tried doing that or I've never seen it. So Yeah, huh. we, we saw it. We were camping um, York Creek over by the lake in this... Uh, uh, someone came up and started battling, and you see the little, the two rows of pets, and they just, you know, go at each other. Yeah. And that's all you really see. And then hmm. he cried. And they cried. <laughs> and that sealed the deal for me right there. Yeah. So you just don't want other people to see you cry. No, no, we don't cry. <laughs> and the fact that it would have that emote would ruin the fact that we don't cry. Okay. Hmm. I'm telling you, ask any warlike, we don't cry. I, I think my gnome warlock might cry every once in a while, mm. but I'm, I, I haven't played him since early Cataclysm, so I really don't know. No. Nah. No cry. <laughs> well, he's a gnome, though, so he, he might. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. Okay. Oh, oh. Get it? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, that's pretty bad. Well, I am so glad you were able to come on the show. 
Yeah. I was afraid it was, it wouldn't it's happen. a few it's a few weeks in the making. Yeah. We just couldn't get it to work out. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out tonight. Yeah. Well, man, thanks so much for coming out and challenging myself to a nice round of AOE. And uh, man, that was those are some interesting questions, Frank. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having yeah, it's me. Interesting. <laughs> I hope you enjoy being had. Yeah. <laughs> well, next time you have a free night from work, maybe I have to come on again and talk about more pet battles. I would absolutely love to. All right. So we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. I love Darnassus. Trees everywhere. Well, Frank, that brings us to the end of another show, 181. Thank you, everybody, for listening and being part of our show and our lives. Thanks so much to Ryan from viewfromdarnassus.wordpress.com. Go check him out. Like you said, if you just Google uh, viewfromdarnassus, he's going to be the link there. If you can't spell it, even get close, that's cool. Thank you as well to Oscar for coming on and talking to us about all the mini add-ons that he's got going on. Uh, I haven't seen Frat gush like that in a while. And just get, <laughs> You were giggling over there. You were giddy. Well, it's not every day that someone comes on and be like, hey, you talked about me three weeks ago. <laughs> like, oh, and, then, really? and then four weeks ago. Yeah. And then you know, <laughs> the last couple of add-ons you've covered have been mine. And <laughs> I'm like, okay. So you're responsible for my whole wow interface. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Did you write chocolate bar? <laughs> We're always on the lookout for the next recipient of our Hearthy Award. You can't win them. You can only earn them. If you know someone who is worthy, let us know. We'll make the final decision on that by vetting their actions. And if you think you've got what it takes to challenge Freckleface or myself to a round of AOE, then we're talking to you. If you've got 15 minutes on a Thursday night and you have Skype, then come on the show. Have a good time. Ryan did tonight. That was a lot of fun. Freck and him talked pet battles more than they played AOE. <laughs> and that's cool no that's fine that's what it's all about i just have you something to talk to you about right i know i kind of felt left out sorry <laughs> warlocks don't cry that's all i'm saying about that um so yeah just if you you want to be part of that you want to be part of aoe just head over to uh, hearthcast.com we got a little speak pipe app there fill out the application that means send us a voicemail through that and we will set it up pretty sure we got someone coming for the next couple of weeks but we're always open just let us know. I want to say thank you again to everyone who's left us a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can also leave us a five-star review on iTunes to so you get your name heard on HearthCast. want to give a special shout-out to our friend and guildmate, Orakio. He had twins. He did? He did. He did. His wife oh, had Oh, his twins. wife did. Oh. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Grats, Orekio, and Grats Mrs. Orekio. Hey, while you're out and about on the internet, go check out Ego Networks. Rich Fisher's doing a pretty good job keeping this ragtag group of podcasts going. There's a lot of podca- podcasts, rather, over on Ego Networks. Got stuff like WoW Podcast, of course, Star Wars Podcast, Nerd Podcast, Geek Podcast, Book Podcast, Movie Podcast, TV Show Podcast. It, the, the list goes on and on, folks. EgoNetworks.com. Go check them out. Can't stress it enough, folks. If you think you like playing this game that we all love, World of Warcraft, you think you want to be a better player, then you need to grace your eardrums with the training dummies. Go check out Hidden Hot Pox. Learn all you can learn about mouse over macros from the experts that practically invented it. That is Hind and Hot Pox at the Training Dummies. And then melt your earwax by checking out Vote to Kick with Synergy, Akari, Eclipse, and Drithron over at Twitch TV slash Vote Number 2 Kick. If you want to get your dose of explicit wowness and lullness and gameness and hotness and 
Everything else-ness, do you need to check out Vote to Kick? They're live on Wednesday nights. They do video sometimes. The video is explicit, and sometimes that scars you for months. It's worth checking out. Uh, we like them. They're part of our guild now, so that's cool. And part of them, one of them, and his wife sometimes show up to the meetups, and that's cool too. So go check them out. Vote to Kick. That's over on Twitch TV. Slash vote. The number two. Kick. And folks, if that's not enough, and you need more WoW Podcast goodness, go check out the WoW Podcast subreddit. That's over on reddit.com. Just search for WoW Podcasts, plural. If you have a podcast and you want it listed there, just go submit that link. There's a great staff over there that will take care of you and your podcast. That is the WoW Podcast subreddit. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. We'd again like to thank our sponsor for Season 5. That is Open Raid. Folks, if you're not part of Open Raid, do yourself a favor. Get over there, get signed up right now, and go start doing the world bosses or old content or like, you know, Mogushan Vaults. Run it with people, get achievements, get gear, get T-Mog stuff, get mounts. It's fun, it's exciting, it's awesome. That is openraid.us in the United States and openraid.eu for the EU folks. You can find Hearthcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next week, this has been Root and Faith for Hearthcast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening We would like to thank you